Pickaxe. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Thanks for dropping into the cast party. Join the cast and crew as they are flushed from their Hollywood film set into the crazy world of Dungeons and Dragons. And action! Hiya guys! Do you want a custom shout-out from your favorite character or NPC? We did these when we first originally dropped our show, but now that we have so many more amazing people listening in, we thought we'd give it another shot to let you all join in on the fun if you missed out on the first round. All you have to do is drop us a five-star review over on Apple Podcasts with the name of your favorite character or NPC, whether it's one of the members of the cast and crew or Jatoba and Big G. Just be sure to let us know who you'd like a shout-out from as well as your preferred name and pronouns. We'll only be doing this for one episode. You have until the 18th to get your reviews in. So hop on over to Apple Podcasts and drop us those five stars. Thank you all so, so much for listening. These were a blast last time to do, so I'm hoping we can have more fun with these shoutouts. Enjoy the episode. Oh, yo, let me tell you guys about the first time I got arrested. It's kind of funny. I think so. I don't know, but like, yeah, I was, uh, I was like 16, I think, and honestly wasn't doing anything that exciting or cool. It was just like a classic, like B&E to snap some pics of like suspicious activity I heard rumors about in a lab. Death sounded sketchy, felt a little science fiction-y, and honestly, the rumors were totally ridiculous. Like, who's ever heard of an alien with telepathic powers, like outside of like Star Wars or some shit? That's literal crazy talk, so... I had to check it out though, just to make sure. So I went and I got caught pretty fast. I wasn't in my hometown. It was like a couple towns over, so I didn't know the cops. One of them looked kind of familiar though. So they handcuffed me, put me in the back. It's an old ass cop car. So it had like the divider between the front and the back, but was otherwise like just a normal Crown Vic. And I started thinking about where I've seen this dude. So I lean forward and I'm like, hey bro, do I know you? And he says no and shut up and all that pig shit. And then it clicks. So I lean back up and I'm like, no dude, I definitely know you. You were at that night watchers meeting last week, Thursday night, I think you were with that blonde chick and he tells me to shut up again. And then the other cop, the one driving was like, what's a night watchers meeting? So I'm like, it's like a alien enthusiast meeting. And I swear I could hear the gears turning in his brain when I said, yeah, I saw this guy here macking with the blonde chick behind the rec center. She had these like awful red and purple high heels with like 
a green zebra print dress. Like, this chick did not know how to dress. I got a pick up, and the dude slams on the brakes before I can finish my sentence and yells, You fucked my wife behind the rec center! And jumps out of the car, pulls the other dude out, and they just start brawling. Just, like, heads to the curb, like, fists flying. I heard, like, curses and arguing about, like, their behaviors and things they clearly had buried about each other that I was not jazzed about hearing about. But somewhere in the middle, the back door got opened, and I dipped and ran. And that is when the fry cook at a big boy taught me how to pick the lock on handcuffs. Kind of wild, right? You want to hear about the second time I got arrested? Okay, so I was in the Bermuda Triangle, and this is the part that I'm going to need you to find out. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Cast Party. My name is Colin McManus, and I will be your director for today. I am joined by my breakout cast and crew. Oh, my God. Ryan McManus. Hi, Sebastian Vivaldi Greensleeves, an emo and hard musician who once put together an emo night at a local bar with his friends. They told him he can contribute a menu item for the night, so he put an emo spin on his favorite dish, the chicken Rarmajan. Rar? And a Brisbane. Blueberry Sky Johnson, the now elven druid actress who... Loki has a fear of prisons, dating back to when she and her mother went to visit her uncle, who was in prison for tax evasion. While she was there, someone yelled something obscene and it really scared her, so she refused to ever visit another prison again. And so she's not really excited about today. That might be a problem. <laughs> her uncle got arrested for tax evasion? Yes. Yeah, but like, who hasn't? <laughs> 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 now we have the man who always does his taxes, Nigel Deacon. <laughs> uh, hey guys, uh, Xander Gucci Supreme, who spent a little under a year living with a traveling cult. Now, he knew from the get-go that it was a cult and absolutely didn't believe in what they believed in, but he needed to, one, protect his younger cousin that was getting sucked in, and two, love this level-up system that they had and wanted to gain as much experience to get as high up in their ranks as he could because it felt like playing Call of Duty or something. Which is also kind of weird because he doesn't like video games. <laughs> what rank did he end as? Uh, he ended at rank 7 out of 10. He got pretty high pretty quick. Did they have special names for the ranks? Yeah. Like Summoner or Ritualist? Oh, they do, but uh, it's classified. It's classified! <laughs> <laughs> I will reveal in the behind the scenes. Ooh. Ooh. Incentive starting off strong. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Finally, we have Vince Perino. Jet the Boulder Chambers. Fun fact, Jet used to be a little bit heavy set when he was younger. Then in high school, he got his first job at a gym and he really started to work out a lot more and he got to be, you know, kind of buff. And guess who taught Jet how to lift? Big G. Blueberry. Richard Simmons. <laughs> I wish it was Richard Simmons, but no, it was, in fact, Kingsley. Hey, and that's boy. how he first met Kingsley. <laughs> Damn, is Kingsley buff? Is this a fact that we just didn't know? <laughs> no, Kingsley's kind of dad body. I feel like Kingsley is like the anime old shredded man who you don't know until like he disrobes. He's Uncle Iroh, yeah. Or, or Master Roshi. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Let's get right into it and talk about what happened last time. You continued your journey away from Pastow and towards Elverath. You passed plains, hills, a forest, and finally made your way into the mountains. All while Xander pulled random items out of his pants pocket. One night you had a heartfelt talk about the use of magic and what people back home think happened to you all. You saw Elverath through the mountains and saw the great lift climbing up these steep cliffs. 
in these mountains, you met a man named Alvin who made you a delicious meal that made you all able to see in the dark for a short time. He told you about his spirit journey, who he was looking for, and how Elvrath was once abandoned by the elves before they left to create Valorith. You continued along and Zephyr took you down into Fable's fixations where you got some new fancy things to help you with the prison break, an arcane battery that should allow you to feed off of its magic for a short time, as well as a small box that makes things silent. You also all purchased some other items for yourselves before heading up to the surface and Zephyr discussed the plan with you. Get in, get down to the yard, find the large arcane battery that powers the sky and sun, grab Kingsley, and destroy the magic wall that is stopping the prisoners from escaping. Finally, head to the lift, shoot off a fire signal, and take the lift down the mountain. You rested one last time before heading into Elvarath. Now, you are walking down this first main road in Elvarath, heading towards the Magistrate Tower. A light snow falls from the sky as you hear some questionable sounds coming from Ellis's Sanctum of Skin to your left. And so the scene is set. The <laughs> Anna's face bombing me. The question is, what will you do next? Okay, we all have equipment. Can we just go around and, and say the things that we all have just so we know what we're working with? Yeah. I know we got things for like distractions and evasion stuff. I'm going ahead and changing into my leather magistrate armor that I have. Oh god, I don't remember anything of what I have. You got your dagger. I've got the instant ice rink. That is a 20 foot radius ice rink. We also got that thing that can make us super quiet. Is that a one time use? Yeah, what's the deal with the quiet box? It casts silence. When you use it for the first time, you're going to roll a d6 and add one, and that's how many charges it has. Ah. Okay. So we should just save that for the screaming mushroom, right? Depending on how many uses we're going to get out of it, we could use it for, like Fable said, if we need to break in a door, break down a wall, anything, and be sneaky about it, we can just stick it right to that. Oh yeah, we're going to need that to get into the tunnels. So let's hope we have some uh, a decent chunk of uses out of it. Does it move with you? The silence. It's basically the silence is casted on the box. As long as you're carrying it, the radius moves with you for however long silence lasts. Okay. Y'all think we could have any use for this reproducing hat? No. Tight. I have my cool silver druid bracelet thing. Um, I've got... I've got these tomato berries that I got a long time ago. We have our berries. Speaking of berries... I have Scud's keys. I don't really see anything else. I have a potion of healing. I don't really see anything else that could be helpful. I do have a disguise kit. <laughs> disguise kit? If anyone else would like to look like a prisoner, or we could all go in as guards. Speaking of, I kind of wanted to talk about something a little bit off topic of that, but I just kind of feel like... Sebastian, I don't know if it's always you, but often when we're talking to people, mm -hmm. you bring up our names when we don't know, like, where we stand with these people. I'm just being polite. But, like, sometimes these are people that, like, we could get in trouble with. And, like, the more they know about us. Okay. that Yeah, that makes sense. I, I, I should probably... Stop doing that. So I'm just saying when we were breaking into a prison, let's not like tell them 
who we are. No formalities. Yeah. Okay. So that could come with a disguise kit. That could be whatever. Are we making up new names? Yeah, like, should we have some code names going into this? Because, <laughs> like, I would love to be Falcon. <laughs> <laughs> and then maybe we could do Sebastian could be, like, Stealth Bomber. And, like, Blueberry could be F-150. No, sorry. What? AR-15. What's another plane? No, that you you were right. <laughs> An F-150 is a truck. Oh, that's a truck. Jeez, <laughs> guys. Oh, my God. <laughs> You're thinking AC-130. And then, like, jet is, like, I don't know, like, jet plane. How about, if we're talking about planes, I could be, like, a Blue Angel. Is that a plane? Because I have blue hair. The Blue Angels, right? They were a group. Oh, 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 oh. Okay, yeah. okay, all right. Blue Angel, all right. So everybody gets these awesome names, and then you just say, oh, yeah, jet plane. Yeah, jet can be jet. <laughs> It's one T. It's different. <laughs> you just have to say it faster. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. That works great. I'll be sure to say that every time. <laughs> yeah. Jet with one T. Yeah, exactly. Because then like every every time going forward, people can be like, oh, we're looking for this guy named Jet, but he said with one T. I don't know if that makes a difference. You can be like, oh, sorry. It's with two T's. So it just like totally negates right. it. I like this plan. All right. All right. Fine. If you think that this master plan is going to work, I will go along with it. Okay. All right. Are are you guys ready? Are you guys done? And anyone else have some like important things in their equipment that we wanted to talk about? Um, I noticed this last time when we were being detectives in the union. Um, my coat decided to change, and now it's back. So I'm gonna try to make it change again. Would you rather me be a prisoner or a guard? Probably a guard. Guard. Okay. Fingers on temples, think real hard, and... (gasps) Whoa! Wait, what does guard look like to you? It looks like just full plate armor with a red human anatomy, like, eye just right on the front. What? Um, (laughs) Is that for points to the banners? Um, they they normally wear handkerchiefs with those on them. None of them wear that. Uh, I'll try again. You could have at least matched me. Okay, okay, I'll, I'll... One more try. (laughs) <laughs> you are now in the same type of stuff as blueberry is the black leather with the one of the handkerchiefs that you can put wherever you want all right let's go let's go we're good right right yeah uh yeah so xander and i are prisoners if it comes down to it blueberry and sebastian are guards we have our names stealth bomber you guys have names yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. You, uh, you should you should be Zeppelin. Ooh, <laughs> good one. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's actually kind of cool. Hell yeah. Zeppelin continues walking towards the magistrate tower and says, "Stay close." As you guys continue moving, the tower itself is about eighty feet tall. Passing by these gorgeously carved stone buildings, this main strip has a lot of people here, even though it's lightly snowing. Many of them are not even bundled up that much. You're mostly seeing humans and dwarves. They tend to wear leathers, and some of them have full-on pelts of wolves and caribou. You even see one large human man wearing a bear pelt. As you approach the Magistrate Tower from the south, Zephyr turns sharply down an incline to the east, down into another area of the city that looks much more residential. There's a small courtyard here, the western side of which has a cliff-like wall that the Magistrate Tower sits on. 
There are a few buildings here that are carved into the cliff, much like the ones you had seen previously on the outer walls in the mountains. Zephyr walks to the eastern side of this small courtyard and leans against a building. Hey, guys, inconspicuous, please. Oh. I lean. I squat. I sit. <laughs> <laughs> I kneel. That's all that's left. I want this album cover. I know. <laughs> it kind of looks like the AT&T bars is what I'm imagining. <laughs> Zephyr is looking around for a moment and he whispers under his breath. Shit. What? You good, bro? That's not a good time to say that. Our way in is in that house right there, and he gestures towards one of these openings into the cliff on the west wall. We gotta find a way in and into the lowest portion of the house. We should be able to break into the cave system from there. Okay, sounds easy enough. So, um, how you guys gonna get us in there? Can we just walk over? Uh, maybe? What's stopping us? The person that probably lives there. Hmm. So should we go talk to them? I don't know how many people are in there. What do you know about this house? I don't know. Nothing. Wait, so why is this house the way? Because I know where the tunnels are. There's a tunnel in the house? No, we'll have to break through into the tunnels, but we should be able to get close enough to the tunnels to break in. From inside the house? So this house is built into the wall, much like the other ones that are in the mountains. This house is tunnels. Oh. Well, depending on how many people are in there, I could put them to sleep, but I don't know if we want to try to use that later on guards. Why don't we try to sneak up real quiet and, I don't know, do some peeking through a window? Can't we scope the place out real quick? It looks like there's only a single door. Other than that is rock. Cool. I mean, I could crawl in as a spider and scope it out, but that feels like a waste of a wild shape. I could just, like, knock on the door and see how many people's in there by being like, hey, doing a quick survey. You got fam? It's time for the Elvarath census. Yeah. Just like the good old days. Then you can get all the information you want. How many people yeah. live there. Yeah. Whatever else you may need. An inspection. Yeah, yeah. Actually, all right. okay. you'd be better at this, Sebastian. Oh yeah, you got all the information. <laughs> Lead the way, Hoss. Okay, we're putting the we're putting the union skills back to work. All right, <laughs> we're gonna hide and look inconspicuous out of sight of the doorway. I would like to creep up to the doorway if I could and just kind of listen before knocking and see if I actually do hear anybody. I will say there are still people in this courtyard. Oh. <laughs> okay. Then, uh, yeah, forget about the the sneaking. I'll just walk up and give it three little knocks. Couple seconds passed by, and a man cracks the door open. He is pretty short. He's only 5'2", but he has a massive build, especially for his size. He's got this short, straight black hair and his soft black skin. You can also see him holding back a dog behind him who is bouncing all around. They have a bell on their collar, and they're whimpering, all excited that the door is open. Hey, uh, can I uh, do something for you, sir? Oh, hi. Um, 
My name is Stealth Bomber. Yeah, um... We're here regarding the Elvarath census. We? And he looks around. Uh, it's just you standing there. <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry. My associate must have gone to another house already. All right. <laughs> so I just have to answer a few questions from the magistrate, as you can clearly see I am a part of. Why are you wearing an old uniform? It... Um, uh, I, they haven't really gotten to me yet. I have a weird build. I mean, you look fantastic, might I say. Um, I'm just, my torso's only half as long as it should be. Um, the, the pants hide it real well, but. <laughs> Your torso. But, but, <laughs> that sounds like a problem. It is. Uh, my kidney is like down in my leg. Um, but we'll talk about that another time. What is that even? <laughs> Um, I haven't seen you around. Is this like an outside job? Yeah, that's that's why this isn't really like a, a big important thing. So they're sending like us new recruits out to do it. All right. You know, you can just go to see Taylor and he'll tailor it for you. Wow. I, I will make <laughs> note of that. <laughs> Hopefully she is swift. Taylor Swift. You hear some whining from behind him and he kind of looks back. Listen, didn't know this was a thing. Hadn't heard anybody else uh, talking about it. Yeah, it's just it's just a one-day thing. It's a new rule. We're just trying to get some information for the magistrate. Yeah, but you guys already you guys already know where I live. Like you guys are supplying me with this place, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we just needed to double check and make sure that no one else was here Listen, with you. Listen, I don't work for a few more hours. I don't know if you're here for that. Work? Yeah, I got guard duty. Oh. Right, right. I thought I saw you creeping around the other day. Yeah. All right. It's just me and Stitch. Okay, okay. Wait, a few hours. That might you might be my replacement. Uh, when when do you get on again? If you are doing your census, I'm not going to be your replacement. I mean, they might send you out. You never know. This was thrown on me last second. <laughs> New recruits, man. I know. We're a handful. Yeah. Um I don't work till night, so. Okay. Well, I I apologize for bugging you, man. Stitch, you're super cute. Hello. I sorry, I don't have a treat for you. I'll leave you be. And uh, again, I'm I'm sorry to bug you, but you can just give the information tonight when you when you get into work, okay? All right. Sounds good. Enjoy your your last few hours. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> of of freedom. Of of. <laughs> He slowly oh. closes the door. Why are you so threatening to him? Jesus Christ. He's mean to me. <laughs> All right, where are my friends? <laughs> Just across the courtyard. How'd it go? I mean, I got information, but it didn't go well. I might have threatened him. Uh, <laughs> what? You threatened him. It was an accident. We need to get in that house. It's only him, but he does have a cute dog. It was a husky. It was super cute. Big old fluffy bugger. So what information did you get? Um, That he's a guard. Okay. He's actually, I don't know if we're trying to do this now, but he is leaving for guard duty at night. Now. If we did want to go in faster, we could try to get him to go to quote unquote work faster. Say he's getting called in earlier. Alternatively... Jet playing could slap the man into a like a lullaby, you know what I'm saying? Just to put him to sleep. Are 
Are you actually asking me to slap somebody? I, I mean, yeah. I can put him to sleep, probably. If it's just the one guy, I don't think we'd have trouble taking him. It's just him, but he has a puppy, and I don't, I don't want to hurt the dog. We could just, like, lock the dog in another room, right? I don't know. Yeah, but I don't want to lock a dog away, and I don't want to hurt an innocent man that we don't even know. Don't you do that all the time? Mm, Called not, not out. Not like this. <laughs> not like just go into his home and, and beat him. You're, you're not in for a little, uh, little B&E? I mean, no. Not really. I'd, I'd much rather try to get him to just go to work or, you know, like have to go to the store. I'm just worried if he goes to work, we can't get into the house. It's probably going to be locked up. You're right. I don't know how big it is inside. I didn't get that great of a look at it because he only cracked the door. We could just, like Xander said, just try to break and enter and see if we can slip past him. But the dog definitely has a bell on him. I'd rather do this nonviolently, to be honest. I don't like the idea of just going and breaking into this guy's house. And what if we can't stop him if we try doing that and he breaks out of the house and then starts warning people? If we can't sneak by, <laughs> which we probably won't be able to, I can just try to put him to sleep, um, which won't hurt. It'll probably put the dog to sleep first, I assume. I assume the dog is not as tough as the man. But didn't you say it could only put Jet to sleep for like a little bit? Yeah, it's just a minute, but it would be enough for us to get through. Well, it's probably going to take us a while in that basement to get into the tunnels. Oh, why? Because we have to break through rock. Oh, jeez. Well, then that won't work. We could charm. He believed you were part of the magistrate? Yeah, for the most part. Use that somehow, I guess. I think you should go up to him. Saying, hey, I just got went back and they said that they need you now. Somebody didn't show up for their shift. And if it goes real bad, just charm him. Okay. I'll do my best to hopefully not have to do that. Would anyone like to come with me? I, I don't know if that would help. Let's have the other guard person. I guess. <laughs> okay. Everyone else be within like... 40 feet or 30 feet or something. Yeah, be ready to rush on in. Yeah. We just hang out outside of the view of the door, just like over to the right a little bit. Sebastian, you're knocking on the door? Yup. You doing your little three knocks? One, two, three. Again, a couple seconds later. Yeah, what? Hi, uh, so, so sorry. You are needed... ASAP uh, for guard duty. Someone didn't show up for their shift and it's real important because it's like the the entryway of the prison kind of thing. There's no one to replace him and I'm just a fellow initiate, you know, new recruit. I can't do it. So they rushed over here to get you. They told you to grab me? Yeah. Me specifically? Yes. (laughs) Alright. Give me deception. 16. All right, um, I need, like, two minutes. Um, so, yeah, I'm so sorry. Do you need me to, like, come in and, and help? I can put the dog away for you real quick, no, I, or, uh... I, I, I got it, man. I'm standing there acting like I'm observing Sebastian, and I'm, like, writing <laughs> down things and, like, observing him. You hear him close the door. Two minutes later, he comes out. He's now wearing nice black leather with his red handkerchief tied around his bicep. He closes the door and begins locking it. 
Alright. Thanks. Sorry to call you in early, man. Yep. He's got a short sword and a shield on his back. Cracking his back as he starts walking up towards the entrance to the prison. Okay. <sighs> well. Oh, Blueberry, another thing I forgot to tell you. Hmm? We're wearing the wrong shit. What? I guess these are old uniforms. Well, yeah, his didn't match, but I figured he was like in a different, I don't know, section or something. Uh, no, He yelled at me last time for having an old uniform. Oh, okay. Then maybe you should change yours into his. Yeah, got it. <laughs> don't add any sound effects to that. Just keep that yours alone. <laughs> I really wanted to pickpocket his keys, but I didn't want to risk getting caught. Yeah, but I, I got a lock picking kit. It hasn't stopped us breaking locks before. Is he out of eyesight? He is still just walking up that incline. Two more seconds later, he is crossing over to the entrance to the magistrate prison. I want to gesture to our friends, and I also want to look around to see if anyone seems to be particularly noticing us. No one is particularly noticing you, but there are still people here. Xander. Yo, can you break this door open? We can just make like a wall around you, kind of like pretend this is official magistrate business. Does anyone have like illusion magic that could create a little distraction? It depends how much of a distraction you're looking for. I could I could throw my dagger, my dagger of distracting, and just yeet this onto the other side of the courtyard. Just something that'll keep people entertained for a few seconds while you try to pick the lock. Yeet it. Yeah, because like I just like lob this like arc it over to the other side of people. How far can you throw it? Wait, what's the range on a normal dagger? 60 feet. Here's another question. Jet, how far can you throw that shield? I can levitate the shield anywhere we want, really. I, I, I don't know how far I can take it, though. Okay, here's, a, here's another thing. We place the dagger on the shield. Maybe you could jump on the other end and, like, catapult it. <laughs> While Sebastian... While Sebastian is suggesting this, I'm just going to throw the dagger as far as I can. <laughs> so you guys are on the western side of this courtyard. I'm assuming you're throwing it on the eastern side. Yeah. It shatters as it does. Give me your dexterity check plus proficiency to open the door. Uh, 19. Pops open. Whew. And we run in. Did he take the dog with him? No. Fuck. Oh. I want to go in first with my shield in front of me just in case the dog decides, oh, I'm going to jump at these guys. Uh, Jet, the, the dog was big, but it seemed happy. It seemed excited to see me. Yeah, but a bunch of random people coming into its home. Yeah. When its master's gone. Yeah. Something might happen here. You're like good with animals, though. You got a dog. I love puppies. You know that. And Blueberry, too. Blueberry's got like eight dogs or something. Four. She is a dog. She can turn into wow. a dog. Yeah, that. I wouldn't. That's just, I think you just directly insulted her. <laughs> kind of rude, dude. Can you say say you're sorry? Blueberry, I'm sorry. Wait, why did, what did you say rude about me? I said you were a dog. 
Well, I can be a dog sometimes if I want to. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> See, she didn't take it offensive. Why are you guys making me apologize? Yeah, Xander, why are you making them apologize? Yeah, don't don't back out of this. You and me are just too smart for these dogs. <laughs> they just like they just like right over the head. Can we stop calling people dogs? Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> Speaking of dogs, where's the dog? Someone give me a little piece of meat or something that a dog would like. Do we have to yell or scream or do not scream? Do we whisper? What do we do? I'm going to try to deal with the dog. Give me a treat. We don't. I don't think we have meat. Give me jerky. Surely you have rations. Uh, yeah. Okay. I'm going to give her like a full day's ration. Not. No. Too much. <laughs> oh. <laughs> As you head into this main room, there is a nice little sitting area here. You can see a sled that has an area for a harness for this dog. The dog is not currently in here. You can hear it stands up and starts whimpering from a tunnel to your left. If you walk a little bit, you can see the dog is looking at you and panting. Hey, Stitch Buddy. Hey, you want a treat? I'm like waving it forward. Come here, buddy. Come here. He's currently tied by a rope, so he can't actually move that far. Oh, okay. I'll go up to him and I'll, I'll just say, hi, Stitch. Can you sit? Let me do an intelligence check for Stitch. <laughs> That's a zero. Oh. <laughs> I'll say Stitch down and I'll just do down. Lie down. One more intelligence check. That's a 15. Lies down slowly. His tail is still wagging. I'll say good boy and I'll give him the treat. Grabs the treat, starts jumping around. Okay, good boy, stay. And I'll back up. You went to the southwest corner of this main area. You can see that he's in basically a kitchen. He's got a dog food bowl on the ground that is empty, so he was very happy with it. There is another tunnel that heads to the northwest into like a dining area, and then another tunnel that heads to the northeast, which is much more secluded. On this main table in the sitting area, there is a small glass case with a single bottle of alcohol in it. I'm on it. You go over, Xander. It's not locked or anything. You can pull the top off. It says, suspiciously strong ale. I'm in. Just going to pocket that real quick. With Jet not looking. I'm doing it to make it so Jet can't see me. The suspiciously strong ale was created by one of our contest winners. They didn't want their name shouted out, but shout out to that awesome person. Thanks so much. Let's go. You can see there's a wardrobe here that is still slightly open looked like this is where he kept his like magistrate garb <gasps> oh. can can we check that to see if there's another one in there let's see how diligent this guy does he does he have more than one because he's wearing his now right that's a nat 20 he has at least one more so he has one on him and there's one here who would it fit what size is it he's bulky for someone who is five two. Oh god he's five two it would fit jet but it would be like a belly shirt Jet's fine with that. But Jet, you're wearing your half plate, right? You're keeping that or whatever you just spent money on so that you could stealth. The chain shirt. Can I just put this stuff on over it so that I look the part? I will allow you to grab the handkerchief. Okay. So at least from a distance, people normally see black and then a red handkerchief on someone. Probably wouldn't fool someone up close. But if we split it up and... Xander can wear, like, the full garb, and Jet just has the handkerchief. Will it fit Xander? Maybe. It's a belly shirt. For 5'2"? I'm 5'11". 
Damn it, bro. Come on. Sorry. I'm very clear about this all the time. <laughs> I will also say in this wardrobe uh, is a small satchel that has 32 gold in it. Don't touch it. Hype. Don't touch it. I'm going to leave it right there. We're only taking what we need, which is uniforms. Oh, we're closing the front door behind us and locking it, by the way. Ooh, good call. Zephyr says, hey, I found where we got to dig. Okay, okay, great. Let's do that. Go ahead and take the uniform, though. Just take the uniform, close the wardrobe. I just I just want to take the bandana, right? Jack gets the bandana. Xander gets the full garb. We just want to take the bandana because then it's not it's not like a huge sign of, oh, where'd my whole wardrobe go? He just lost one bandana and that's it. What's he going to do? Maybe he goes searching. Maybe he realizes, wait, is anything else missing here or anything? I think we're better off. Ugh, fine, whatever. I'm following Zephyr. I think the more the more magistrate stuff we got, the better. Just in case. If Xander's got a full garb of magistrate and you got a bandana, that's kind of four out of four. I could just like drop it off on the way out, and then that's like We're not coming back through here. I know, I know. Just wherever we go. We just it's like return to sender. Zephyr brings y'all down into the lower portion of this house. Mostly there's just boxes here. There's a small dog bed down here as well. There is another one of these sleds that looks like it can be connected to a dog's harness. Zephyr closes his eyes a moment and brings you off to one side of this room. He starts knocking on the rock floor below. It should be right here. We have a pretty decent window for air, but not that much. Here, Jet, how about you start? Hands over a small pickaxe. This is going to be loud. And we don't want any attention coming our way. So we're going to have to use that. The box. Would it work better if I use my hammer? Probably not. Not on rock. Okay. I'll take the pickaxe. I'm going to start chipping away at the ground. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. We got to set the thing so nobody hears us. (laughs) Oh, right. Right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm going to keep an eye out from the other side. And I'm going to druidcraft stuff within the silence area to try to communicate if someone's showing up expect like flowers and stuff to show up if I hear anything. Xander, roll me a d6. Four. It says five silence charges left. Nice. Silence lasts ten minutes, I believe. Okay, if I start, is the box set? Zephyr hits the box. Five goes to four. Give me an athletics check. Fifteen. You're making pretty good headway. All of a sudden, Zephyr is still talking, even though he doesn't make any noise. He's talking quietly, and all of a sudden, as you go for another swing, you can start hearing him again. Wait, 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 stop, 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 stop. So you haven't quite made it through in the first 10 minutes. Oh. oh. So you're going to have to use another charge of the silence. Wow, okay. I'm going to give guidance to Jet so that he can have a little bit of um extra... Competence. All right, you're doing great. We should be almost there. Roll me another athletics check and add a d4 for guidance. Okay. 13. 13's enough. You're able to break through the rest of this. It takes a little bit. You're able to hit through, and then you have to kind of make the hole wide enough, but you're able to do so before the box stops giving out this silencing field. 
below through the hole that you just made, Jet. It's a cave that does not look man-made. It definitely looks like normal. It's only about a five-foot drop to the floor below. And this cave is rather tight. All right, guys, let's go. Let's get in. This is the prison. It's a side passage. They don't even use it. I'm, I'm going to jump down first. I am first casting Pass Without a Trace. Ooh, good call. I'm just going to help everybody down as much as I can. Doesn't take more than a moment. Behind you, the cave seems to continue getting narrower and narrower. Ahead of you, however, the cave slowly begins to open up. Zephyr brings you all in close. All right, you guys go ahead. I'll take up the rear. We need to go straight down this cave until we hit the main passageway. Take a left, and you just keep following it all the way down until we get to the yard. Third floor down. Be careful. We don't want them setting off any of those mushrooms and alerting the whole place. Just keep it quiet. Wait, there's multiple screaming mushrooms? Oh, yeah. Oh, I thought there was only one. No, they, they got them set all over the place. Oh, boy. They're hard to miss, though. Just be careful. You guys are heading forward? Yeah. Quiet. Sneaky, sneaky, sneaky. Mm-hmm. Stealth checks, please. No more disadvantage. Plus oh. 10. Zephyr only got a 31. <gasps> I rolled a net 20. Let's go. I rolled a net 1. So I got a 15. 25. I got 27. 34. Oh my God. Okay, well that makes up for my 15, hopefully. Oh, please. This is an average, right? Not a not individuals. Oh my God, I hope so. Oh, what order are we going in? Zephyr is offered to take up the rear, kind of starting to like slowly walk backwards. I think Sebastian and or I should be in front. Yeah, guards front. Well, I guess one should be in front, one should be in back. Yeah, if anything, because then it looks like we're kind of transporting prisoners. Yeah, you in front, I'll go in back. Okay. I'll I'll go second so I can be like shotgun. And then I'll be in the middle. Sebastian. You are the first one to see this passageway you are in open up to a much larger cave that goes to the left and right, so it bisects like a T. This cave is definitely man-made. It's extremely circular going both directions. You can see where some of the tool marks along the walls were carved in this first place. To your right, you can see a tall elven man wearing dark chainmail along with two dwarves on either side of him, wearing dark black leathers. All three of them have these red handkerchiefs somewhere on their bodies. They are all walking away from you, upward into an area that curves towards the north. Do I recognize... Did I see the tall elf? You saw the back of his head. Did I see his hair? Did I recognize it? It's very white, which you have not seen before. I'm gonna look back. It looks like there was an elf. Uh, He had two other guys with him. They went right. They're continuing going. I think we're good to go left. No one's coming, so I think we're good to just keep on going left. As long as we're quiet. Okay. Let's hit it, boo-boo. You follow the cave system going downward to the left. The incline is noticeable, but not dangerous. And the path curves a little bit to each direction. There are a few more of these little natural caves that branch off from the passageway you are in, some as small as two to three feet wide and a couple yards deep. Others have room to stand and move down, but are dark and don't seem like they're ever used. Ahead of you, the pathway curves to your right. 
around this corner, you start to hear a faint hum. I'm gonna stop everybody. Can I tell how close it is around the corner? Give me perception. Oh, seven. You're hearing this humming. It's constant. It just sounds like it's coming from around the corner. Okay. Stopping everybody. Looking back. There's some weird hum coming from around the corner. I don't know what that could be. We gotta keep moving. Just, I don't know. Figure it out. Do you have the box just in case it's a mushroom? He throws it to you. I'm too scared to peek around the corner. I'm giving it to Xander. Oh, all right. Can you just check if it's a mushroom? Yeah, sure. I'll peek around the corner. Uh, Around this corner is a huge translucent wall of light blue arcane energy. It stands still, but covers the entirety of the pathway. The entirety of this chamber. Behind it, you can see a large doorway on the right that has a closed double door made of heavy metal. In front of this door in the passageway you are in is a glass container sitting on a pedestal that seems to be filled with a purple powder that is circulating slowly inside this case. All right, y'all. I think we found that, like, anti-magic wall. That was a thing, right? There's a big translucent wall. And I think the mushroom is in the pedestal because it's just like full of purple powder. And if I know anything about purple powder, it's that it puts mushrooms to sleep. That one got away from me. <laughs> so I think I think we're on the right track. Yeah, let's go. Walk right through it. Are you sure? You guys haven't been stabbed by the magistrate, have you? Not, actually, I don't know. Um, No, I don't think so. What? He says stabbed. Maybe. Let's find out. We got captured by them one time. Yeah, did Scud stab anybody? I don't know. We gotta test it now, or we're gonna have to come up with a new plan. So, one of you go dry it. I'm on it. I'm gonna put my hand through it with the mitten on it. Hand goes through. I feel like if anyone's been stabbed, it was probably Sebastian. Sebastian, put your hand in. Ah, okay. Just a reminder, this wall is not an anti-magic wall. It becomes a barrier to the people who have been injected, so they can't walk through it. Who have been injected? It's something that changes your your body somehow. Makes it so they can mark you, basically. Oh. Then I, we're fine. Go, Sebastian. Okay. Zephyr is walking through the wall, ushering everyone through. All right, following through. Feels like a little staticky. All right, Sebastian, go ahead. I'm right behind you, buddy. I'm reaching my hand out on my side of the wall and hoping Xander will just pull me through because I'm, I'm a little scared. Yep, and that was exactly my thought. I'm just going to grab him and pull him through. <laughs> Perfect. Again, it's just a little bit staticky. You can feel your hair gets a little on edge. Whew. Other than that, I mean, it doesn't really feel like anything was there. All right, I go through. Everybody's through. Back to the same marching order. There is this big metal double door up on the side. What floor are we on? This would be the first floor down. Oh. Okay, so this this is this has to be the uh the like rec room or guard area, right? Yeah. Again, just follow this tunnel down. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, no lollygagging. Down, down, down. You head towards this door. You can see the tunnel continues down further. You're right by one of these pedestals. As you walk by this door, 
you hear a loud, Yeah! Ooh! Yeah! Go, Joshua! You got this! Yeah! Coming from the inside. You scared the shit out of your cat. I hope you know. (laughs) (laughs) Poor Chunky. He's staring right at me. Uh, Yeah, get some, Joshua. You go, Joshua. On your way. Seems very quiet until you get to another door. Again, you've been kind of going slightly downwards. This is kind of snaking in a few different directions, so there's some creepy corners. Finally get to the second set of double doors. This one again is closed, and there's another one of these glass containers with the purple powder in it. This one is the the prisoner's cells, right? Mm-hmm. Just keep going. Keep on going. Yeah. Okay, just someone remember that there's a mushroom here. Wait. For the double doors, is there a window? Sure. I got a nat 20 stealth. I'm going to go up and out of curiosity, knowing this is Kingsley's cell. I'm, I want to see if I can peek in and see what's inside through like the bars or whatever. You don't see cells at all. If you remember the image that Zephyr drew for you, you can see this is a large open area. There's a few guards, a couple people wearing these kind of tattered cloths. They're not really tattered. They're just more of like a dull brown and they seem to be prisoners. Many of them don't have shackles on, though a few do. And there's a bunch of doors on either side. There are people walking around. Way down this rectangular room going to the west, you can see a staircase that is going downward. Hmm. From the map that Zephyr drew you, this is where the cell block is. Got it. This area has things like the rehabilitation rooms. There's a library. There's a meditation room. There's a mess hall, showers and restrooms, stuff like that. Okay, it's like the lobby. Okay, I'll run back to the group. Start heading back down. You continue down. You can see as you turn one of these corners, there are four guards walking between these two floors. They are walking downward toward the yard. So they are not currently facing you. I'll stop everyone. Okay, we have four guards, and they just went into the area that we need to go into. They were going down, but I don't know where they stop. We'll keep going until their footsteps sound like they stop, if I can hear that, or their conversation stops getting quieter. You continue, the conversation keeps on getting quieter, but you're kind of trying to keep them in a good distance. After a while, you can hear two other voices are added to this conversation conversation continues on until you can no longer hear it finally made it down to this third floor where the cavern turns sharply to the left and there is a wide opening there's no door here and you begin to see a huge naturally made cavern there are two guards at the entryway here sitting down at a table with a set of papers on it and they're kind of mingling amongst themselves There's another one of these glass cubes 15 feet away from where they're sitting. One is a dragonborn and one is a dwarf. You can see the other four guards that you've just been watching are continuing into the yard. As you kind of get closer, dwarf goes, Oh man, the weather is great today, isn't it? And he smiles smugly. Dragonborn says, If you make that joke one more fucking time, I'm switching to night shift further in you can see that this cavern does have the fake sun and clouds i'll stop everyone 
So there's two guards. Are they facing us? They are both sitting at a table speaking with each other. They are mostly looking inward towards the yard. And then there is, again, one of these mushrooms 15 feet away further into the cavern. Okay. They're they're sitting down and they're not really facing us. I don't know how we want to get by them, though. Maybe we walk up, turn on the silence so that the mushroom is just on the edge of the silence and we just try to knock them out. Okay. I'm gonna let you guys go first then. Jet, do you think you could take one? Yeah, I can. Who's gonna get the other? Sebastian, I think you should go in with the silence box behind your back. You should walk in all confident like you work here. Walk up like you're walking to um talk to them. Okay. Smash it down so it's silenced, and then we all run in. I can do that. Does that make sense as, like, the easiest way to set off the silence without them seeing us first or anything like that? The other option is just having Zephyr jump on in, but, I mean, at least that'll allow me to position it properly just in case, and then if you guys can just bum-rush them from behind. Again, there's nobody else in this area that could see us, right? These are the only ones we have to worry about? You know at least there's four more guards that headed into the yard, though you cannot currently see them. Sebastian and Jet got the best stealth rolls, so maybe they should go after the guards. Let Zephyr throw the box down, and then me and Blueberry can support. Well, Jet's going to hit the hardest. I feel like he should be just ready to, to whack. Just remember that when the silence spell is up, we won't be able to do any of our spells that require verbal... So if you're planning on doing anything while we're trying to knock these guys out, note that you can't do anything that requires sound. Okay. Honestly, that's probably a good thing for Jet because his thunder thing is so freaking loud. That helps a lot, actually. Yeah, that helps a whole bunch. I could be a little loud. You can't do that, actually. You can't do your thunder thing. It just won't be effective. Yeah, because there's no sound. Interesting. Here's the thing, we're not doing any thunder damage today. So you guys are heading in. Sebastian, you're going in and, and doing the silency thing? What do you want Zephyr to do? Get ready to stab. Wait, no, well, well, like, okay. Smack. <laughs> he pulls out a dagger. Slash. Other side. Knock him over the head with it. Bonk. Okay. <laughs> We're not trying to kill anybody tonight. Sebastian, you walk up. You want to be right next to you, right? Whatever position is best for you to sneakily bonk. Okay, alright. So I don't know if you want to get behind and lead the others. Well, that's a good idea. So the trigger will be me slapping the box down. And then go for it. Okay, so that's our cue to run in, is when you you smack down the box. Yeah. All right, because that activates the second that you smack it down, correct? Yeah. All right, let's do it. <laughs> I'm walking up, my hands behind my back, incredibly <laughs> confident, sort of. <laughs> little shaky. <laughs> and I'll just walk right up in front of them. <laughs> oh, you'd never go to night shift. I know you. Yeah. Uh, yeah, hey? Yeah, hey, night shift isn't allowed slam <laughs> god that's good i like it 
when the when the silence spell hits, you hear me mouth peanuts, but you can't you can't hear it. I just mouth peanuts. It just looks like you say penis. No. <laughs> Hello, my friend. My name's Sean, and I want to end your suffering. No, not like that. With meditation in my new podcast, Mindfulness for Gamers. Each episode, I'll take you through how mindfulness can help you to feel less anxious and frustrated and put you on the path of happiness, all through the lovely, grimy lens of video games. So make time to level up your mental health and take the first step on your spiritual skill tree. Join me and subscribe to Mindfulness for Gamers right here, right now. Everyone who is using a ranged attack, since you guys didn't walk up with Sebastian, you will get a surprise round. You can see Zephyr throws one of his daggers and hits the dwarf in the leg. You can see him, like, open his mouth like he was screaming. I'll throw my distracting dagger also, just because that's what I have equipped. Roll with advantage and let me know which one you're hitting. The one that he didn't hit, nine. Wait, nine to hit? Yeah. With advantage? Oh, wait, with advantage. <laughs> Just kidding. Nine. God damn it. Wow. <laughs> Nine's not going to hit. I would like to throw a hand axe that I have, but I want to like flip it around and throw it at him with the blunt end. <laughs> I'm not sure how that's how throwing axes can function, but sure. Shh, yeah, it's shh, fine. Shh. <laughs> <laughs> 23 to hit. Which one are you attacking? Closest one to me. Yeah, we'll say that's the dwarf who uh, has a dagger in his calf. 23 hits. Okay. Four damage. His head hits the table. Hey, Ooh, okay. Let's go. Blueberry, what are you doing for your surprise round before we roll initiative? One of them's been knocked out and the other one, has it been attacked at all? Nope. It's a big dragonborn. From 30 feet away is where I wanted to be. I will thorn whip. That is 16 to hit. That hits. Okay. Four piercing damage and I drag him 10 feet towards me. Okay, so you're taking him further away from the mushroom. Everyone roll initiative. Don't bother rolling initiative. Uh, you're all going to go before him. Okay. <laughs> I got a net one. Sebastian told me to run in mm-hmm. right after. He, he put it down, so it should probably be me running in yeah. with my hammer. Blueberry just pulled him towards you. He's still getting pulled right into your range. Can line it up. Just T-ball his head. Oh, that's oh, awesome. Oh, my God. <laughs> T-ball his head. Sorry. T-ball the head non-lethally? <laughs> Nine. Uh, nine's not going to do it. Oh, yeah. He whiffed the T-ball. Yeah. <laughs> it was on the spoke, and he went <laughs> right over. Sebastian, you're right up there as well. What are you doing? Sure, we'll throw a dagger. That sounds fun, uh, because that's probably easier than pulling the crossbow out. Twelve. Uh, Twelve doesn't do it. Xander, <laughs> please. Man, I don't know. <laughs> Can I attempt to grapple? Yeah, you can move up to him and grapple him. Okay, because I don't really have any sort of like melee things, and with the mitten, I just can't do anything. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I'll, I'll do a grapple, I guess. What do I roll for that? Athletics. Athletics, yeah. This was a mistake. You got a 16. Damn it. 
I got a 13. <laughs> yeah, he pushes you right off. Blueberry. I'm going to run up to him and whack him with the quarterstaff. <laughs> it's a 19 to hit. 19 hits? It's versatile, so I can use two hands. Oh, dang it. <laughs> That's a three. Okay, you do three more damage. And that's my turn. That is his turn. What? He goes before Zephyr? Oh, you're right. Thank Ooh. you. Uh, Zephyr's going to slash him with a dagger. Thank you for reminding me I have another person to play. He definitely hits. He's slashing at his legs. He does six damage. Ooh. Now it's his turn. Oh, God. He currently, his shield is on the ground next to his chair. He has his short sword at his side. He's kind of in the mix with all of you, and he is 25 feet away from this mushroom. And you pulled him 10 feet away, which is still in the silence spell. Nice. Good job. Mm. His best move here is to run and hope. He's going to run towards the mushroom. And we swing. Blueberry, yeah, you were the one that was just ready. He looks at you, and he just barrels the other way. Go ahead and give me an attack roll. Oh, no, that's a four. Okay. Zephyr's going to get his attack roll. Also going to miss. Come on. Oh, my God. Jetty boy. Please. Jet's going to keep keep spinning with the hammer. 22. Definitely going to hit. <laughs> Thank God. Knock him out. Knock him out. 10 damage. Oh, yeah. He is done. Ooh. Nice. Yes. Let's go. Where are you hitting at him as he's running by you? Back of the head. You do the T-ball, you're still able to just clonk him, and he falls to his knees and falls straight down on the ground. Perfect. And you don't hear anything. Immediately looking for a place to hide bodies. Yeah. (laughs) There is a classic bunch of bushes nearby. They're scattered throughout the cave. They're like ferns. Some of them are very mossy because it is rather damp in here. So you're able to move them really quickly. Does the shield look special? Like uh, any sort of signifying like... It's got the eye of the magistrate on it. Throw it at um, Jet. Ooh, okay. It's one of those shields. It's not perfectly circular. It's one of those crest shields that goes up to the two points at the top. It's like an inverted pentagon kind of. Is there another one or just the one? There's two. Should Sebastian take another one? I don't think I can use it. I don't know if Sebastian can use shields, but we also can't talk right now. Shoot, that's right. Zephyr goes to grab the silence. Let me tell you a little bit about what you see. Mm. The yard is a large open cavern. You are entering from the eastern side of this wide expanse. It is mostly ovular. Ahead of you is a large rock that raises a good 20 feet out of the ground. It is angled in a way so people can walk up it. And it has a large overhang with a bunch of cave plants growing underneath it. There are large stalagmites coming up from the ground in various areas. There are small cave systems off of this main cavern that do not look like they are being guarded. On the northern side, as you enter a little bit, you can see there is a small building built here. There are guards here, but there are no prisoners in this area. Above you and along most of the walls here is sky. There are clouds that slowly move and a sun that hangs 10 feet or so below the ceiling from a set of ropes. Blueberry, you can see 
to the south, there is a guard perched on a rocky overhang who is behind a huge mounted crossbow overlooking the rest of the cavern. This is about 10, 15 feet up in the air. I just point. I hold up the shield to Zephyr and Sebastian, but otherwise I'm kind of gesturing it towards the bushes where the bodies are. Zephyr points to the bushes. I also point to bushes. Okay, I put it in bushes with bodies. Zephyr points to his wrist like a watch. Mm-hmm. And then points to the empty chairs. He wants to take a rest? <laughs> he points to all around the the sun and the sky. So we need to rush to the next spot, right? We creep forward with the box. You're holding the box. The silence is following you. Quick question. Are there any pebbles or rocks on the ground? Oh, hell yeah. All right. Can I grab three of them and just like pocket them? Yeah, you can. <laughs> All right. Sweet. Do we do another stealth or are we keeping the same stealth? How much longer does the silence spell last? It's 10 minutes and it's only been about 45 seconds to a minute. Okay. So we should be good going through the rest of it, right? Or do we get advantage if we're stealthing with the silence spell? Ooh. Uh... You will get advantage, but I will force you to re-roll again after the silence spell is gone. That is your call. Let's do advantage. Advantage plus pass without trace. Unstoppable. True. Okay. I swear to God, if I'm stoppable after this, I'm going to be so mad. Uh, Zephyr only got a 35. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, my God. I still rolled like trash. Yeah, same. I'm pretty stoppable here. I got a 21. 18. Oh, okay, there we go. 29. Thank God it was advantage. 25. You guys are walking in. There is this mushroom nearby on this pedestal. And then there is the building to the north, as well as the cavern opens up further to the west. You can't quite see what is over there. And then to the south is that dude up on the range with the crossbow. Is there a way to walk that is like out of his vision? There is that big rock, and you could walk along the north side of it, though it would get you pretty dang close to that house where the other guards are. And we're just trying to get through this place, right? You're trying to get the battery. Do we know where that is? Nope, and neither does Zephyr. We just know that there's something that does it? Something big and powerful. Something that is causing the illusion. Can I, like, take a look around our surroundings and see if anything, like, gives me some vibes? <laughs> Give me perception. 16. You're looking at this illusion. It's fine. It's pretty obvious. It almost looks like you're looking at a video game from the real world. It's just a little bit uncanny. It just doesn't feel quite right. But there is one thing odd about the illusion. The sun is not necessarily a part of it. The sun is hanging down. Yeah, like a kid's school play. Kind of. <laughs> uh -huh. It is a large sphere, but it looks like it's a wire frame that has a box inside of it. It's only also about five feet in diameter. <gasps> the sun is on a pulley system that is running east to west. It looks like they can actually move the sun across like it would move along the sky. 
I point at the sun and I do a bunch of gestures about the sky and kind of creating like an imagination SpongeBob shape <laughs> and like flashing my fingers around like I'm creating illusions and I point at the sun. How high is the sun off the ground? So the sun is about 30 feet off of the ground. Okay. How high up is the crossbow guy? About 20 feet on the southern side. Okay. I will say the track the sun is on goes east to west. Can I see a way up to crossbow guy? You do. Further off to the west is a small cliff that kind of is just a pathway that gets up there. Okay. Tapping everybody. This is all mimed, so bear with me. Pointing at Blueberry. Wiggle arm. Pointing at Guy with crossbow. Nodding. Yanking motion. Nodding, nodding. Beating the ground motion. Nodding. Pointing at me, run motion. Pointing at crossbow. This is so fun <laughs> watching charades happen, but he has to explain himself because this is a podcast. Yeah. I do. So, and then crossbow imagination. <laughs> imagination. Point at Jet. Catch motion. Thumbs up. Thumbs up. Wait, wait. <laughs> uh, make make question face. <laughs> run. Point at Bow Guy and Sebastian. I make wiggle arms. Wiggle arms. Wiggle arms. Yank. Point at Bow Guy. Wiggle arm. Point at Blueberry. Pull motion. And down at the ground. Sh- shaking head. Shaking head. And then point, uh, <laughs> pull, pull. Yeah, uh, shaking. <laughs> Crossbow guy. Uh-huh. Floor. Uh-huh. <laughs> Everybody punch motion. <laughs> Everybody punch uh-huh. motion. <laughs> this whole time, Xander has his hands on his head, mouthing, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> I'm, I'm going to make question face again. Carry motion. Question face. Point at jet. Catch motion. I point at the sun. Question face. Point at sun. (laughs) Point at me. Point at crossbow. (laughs) Make shooty motion. SpongeBob imagination sun. (laughs) You know it's a rainbow, not a sun, right? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, but Blueberry did the SpongeBob imagination, so that's that's my. So, wait, what am I car- What am I carrying? Um, pointed jet, catch, pointed sun. Oh, okay, okay. Oh, th- double thumbs up. D- excited. Double <laughs> thumbs up. <laughs> I would like to take the box myself, uh, the silence box, and. I don't know how close people are sticking with me, but I want to sneak on up um, towards this guy to get within 30 feet. But I want to, like, stand behind things as much as I can and, like, stick in the shadows. What are the rest of you doing? Oh, wait. I can't cast this in the silence. I give the box to someone else, and I kind of push them away from me. I'll take the box and, like, walk away towards underneath the sun, I guess. I'm going to point at the box. I'm going to point at myself and do the wiggly arms and like a a hand over my throat and shake my head. So I'm going to point at the box, 
point at myself, do wiggle arms, and then point at the person holding the box and running motion. Point at myself. Like, run to me. Thumbs up. Thumbs up. I'm going to point at Xander. I'm going to point at my back. And I'm going to point up. Back. Up. <laughs> finger guns. Imagination. <laughs> uh, thumbs up, part two. Okay. Who's holding the box? I'm holding the box. I'm just going to like make a distance with my hands with you and try to make a little small sign with my fingers. So it's like distance, but like as small as possible, you know? Like <laughs> People are going to be so fucking confused by this point. <laughs> We're so fucking confused. Okay. One of you, I would just like you to out of character reiterate the plan just so everyone's on the <laughs> Hi, guys. Sebastian here. Out of character. Hi, guys. Ryan here. <laughs> out of character. This whole plan is Blueberry using wiggle arms, a.k.a. thorn whip, to yank the crossbow guy off of the cliff. We're going to beat him senseless once he hits the ground. After, after the sound box is dragged in. Yes. And then after I see the pole, I, Sebastian, am going to run up to the crossbow and attempt to shoot down the sun. That sounds really dope. I wish it was cooler than that. Jet is going to stand under and catch Xander back up Jet with Box. If I miss completely with the big crossbow, finger gun the sun down. Put the box where I am, where he's going to fall, right after I cast the spell. Like, a as soon as you can get in, please hold a reaction to get in there after I cast a spell. Okay, so now that I am Xander, I'm going to play with the rocks in my pocket a little bit. That's Xander being like, hmm, these are cool. And then that's casting magic stone. So I have three magic rocks in my pocket. Xander, as you try to cast your magic, <gasps> no. Shit. The rocks feel rather special. Okay. I got some special rocks. And I will be ready in a run motion with the box for when Blueberry does her thing. You're just like a step away. Slam it down. Thumbs up. Everybody ready? Blueberry, you're able to walk 30 feet away. He is still looking off to the west where there is a beautiful waterfall coming down into this cavern and forming a small lake here. You can see there's some prisoners swimming in it, along with the group of four guards you saw earlier are over there. I'm going to try a thorn whip them by whispering my verbal. Give me an advantage, thorn whip. Come on. 21. Nice. Oh. That hits. Roll damage. Five. And I yank. Roll me 2d6. Oh, because he's falling. Oh. <laughs> Six and three, so nine. Nine from the fall. Xander runs in, and all you see is splat with no sound. Silent splat. 
completely unconscious. I mouth nice. I dance silently. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm going to look at Jet, point at my eyes, point at his eyes, tap him on the chest, and hold my heart. <laughs> and I'm giving him bardic inspiration. Oh, that's the that's the cutest bardic inspiration I've ever seen. I don't know if bardic inspiration you need to be able to hear, but I love it. So it's definitely working. I kind of think you do, but you're the DM, so if it was cute enough, that's that's cute enough. No matter, he RP'd it to that. be inspiring enough without words. There's so. there's one little tear running down Jet's cheek. <laughs> I wipe the tear away and run. <laughs> I'm hiding this body. So, Sebastian, you're able to make your way up and onto this big crossbow. This is essentially a ballista. Oh, God. So it is mounted. You can't hold it yourself. Mm -hmm. From here, you can also see off to the west is this waterfall. There are four guards over here. From here, you can see past the rock towards the building. You can see there are two guards outside. There is another mushroom way off to the west, about 30 feet from the closest guard by the waterfall. It is off to the north. So there's a mushroom at the western edge as well as the eastern edge of this. Okay. Am I near Blueberry still? Yeah, I'm bringing you in the box to wherever they are. I'm going to hand you a rock. I'll point at the sun and motion like a throw. And then shrug. <laughs> back up. Uh-huh. Point to my back, point up, just like uh, Sebastian did. I'll nod with a concerned face. <laughs> and then I'll point at my chest, and then I'll go one, and then point at you, and go two, and then look away so I don't know how you react, and just wait. Because <laughs> I will not be clarifying, because I don't know how to do it better. <laughs> I'm bad at charades. Is anybody in view of me? Can I see the people down swimming and all that? From where you are, you can start to see them, yeah. Okay. I want to wave my arms and get Sebastian's attention. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just imagined him going, like, nodding his head fast. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I want to point towards them. Swim motion. Nod. Point at sun. Nod. Point down at ground. Nod. Question face. Point back jet. Catch motion. Point at swim people. Nod. Question mark face. Point at sun again. Make an X with my hand my hands. Is the sun hanging directly over water? It's hanging over the cliff. But they can see it, correct? Oh, okay. Point at sky. Shake head, no poof motion with hands. Disappear motion. (laughs) And then cover mouth. And then look at Blueberry. And cast message. (laughs) (laughs) I loved this, by the way. This is great. Actually, I'm going to give you all inspiration because I loved all of that. (laughs) So everybody gets inspiration because that was so much fun. Uh, Hey, Blueberry, I don't know if you can hear this. Apparently, I talked in Xander's head the other day. Um, He looked like he noticed. I'm looking at you. You can. Okay. Whoa. Hi. 
Hi? Cast message again. Uh, the, the, the sky's gonna go away. What do we do then? I don't know. Run. Try to knock out as many people as we can through silence. Nod. <laughs> Does he say that and nod his head at the same time? <laughs> I, I'm going to point at the sun and point towards the guys and back and forth and back and forth and kind of weigh my hands like a scale and do like one and two or one and two. Like, mm, which one first? Looking at Jet and point at Jet. Run motion. Thumbs up. Look at Jet, but point at Blueberry. Thumbs up. She gave go ahead. Wait, I'm I'm gonna I wanna make rushing running motion question face again. R- run motion to sun, and I'ma start lining up my shot. I'm thumbs up and I'm running <laughs> under the sun. Okay, Jet, you have to start climbing this rock if you want to be directly underneath. Yes, I wanna I wanna get like as close as I can and right under. I want to push Xander in the direction of where the guys are sitting and the mushroom. There are two guys to the north of you, really only like 15, 20 feet away from you. They're on the ground, though. You can see they're talking to each other, and one's kicking some rocks around. Can I hear what they're saying? It's random gabber gabber, nothing important, but you can hear that they're talking about what they're going to eat for lunch. Which is turkey sandwiches. Wow. The new turkey sandwiches. Because they're on sourdough. Oh. And it's a delicacy up here because turkeys don't really like the cold mountains. I'm basically going to hold Xander's shoulders from behind and kind of position him just so that he's not 20 feet away from the guys and very close to the mushroom. But, you know, just on the edge of the guys and not at him. Where's the sun? The sun is currently about halfway up the big rock, directly above it. In the middle? Yeah, in the middle. Okay. So Jet moved up there. Jet, you are no longer in the silence area. Blueberry, you're moving with Jet, and then you're pushing Xander off to the west. Yeah, behind this big uh, stalagmite, basically. Just out of range of the guys and pretty close to the mushroom. When Jet is outside of the silence, I'm going to go over and uh, druidcraft a little daisy behind his ear to cast guidance while we're out of the silence. Aww. And I'll just say, you can do this. And then I'll run back. Everybody's so kind to me today. Oh, my God. Blueberry and Xander are off to the west. You can see there are about six prisoners here. Some of them are not in the water. They are shackled up. Some of them are sitting against these stalagmites on the other side. So you're relatively close to them. There are the four guards over here chilling around, as well as just off to the north. It's that mushroom. Sebastian's on the south cliff with the crossbow. Jet is underneath the sun with his two guards to the north. Blueberry and Xander are currently under the silence. I'm assuming Zephyr would have just followed Blueberry and Xander. And we're going to say there's a minute left of silence. You have two more silences. All right, Sebastian. Are you going for the sun or the rope? The rope. Mm. <laughs> there are two sets of rope holding it up that you could line up a shot to hit both of them. No, because we have to overload the battery and I don't want to break it. 
So I'm gonna I would I would aim for the rope. That's a 23. Even though there's two of them, it would be extremely difficult for you not to hit the damage to break this. You let loose this big ballista. Goes right through the ropes and crashes mm -hmm. against the wall mm -hmm. on the other side. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yep. Mm -hmm. I will say, as you do so, you also see that there are more arrows up here as well. Ooh. If I notice the arrows, I'm staying. And I'm going to load another one up just in case. And I'm going to kind of peek over and look where everyone's going. Cool. Jet, athletics check to catch this thing. So how much do I get for the bardic inspiration? It's 1d6 right now. And a 1d4 for guidance. 25. Nice. Let's go, dude. This thing is five foot in diameter. It's Jeez. pretty damn big. As you see it coming down, you're watching it. You got your eye on the ball. You see that, okay, this thing, yeah, it's huge, but it's a wire structure. And you can see that there are main supports on the inside. As it's falling down, you go through the wires and grab the supports on the inside and you can carry it really easily. <laughs> Ooh. It is bright and it is warm. There is a warmth coming off of it. It's not going to burn me, is it? Give me an investigation check. While he's doing that, the rest of you start to see this illusion of the clouds and sky begins fading. 15. Jet, you are able to see the inside of this thing. There's a big shoebox type size battery on the inside and you're looking at it and it's really bright and it's really hot and then it's not you basically saw through this illusion oh. so you do not actually feel the fake heat it was giving off oh shit okay oh okay. shit so can I like reach in and grab the battery we will see cause at this moment Everyone but Blueberry Xander and Zephyr hear the echo of this large bolt hitting just above the building to the north. The second that that hits the wall and I grab this thing, I want to like get as low as possible. I want to try to hide as much as I can. With a giant five foot diameter ball around you. That's giving off bright light. Maybe it just fell on its own, you know? It just fell out. The two guards that were very close to you to the north look up. They immediately turn around and they can see this sun on the rock. Over off to the west, these four guards. Hold up, everybody. Let's get out of the water. Yard time's over early today. And you can see they're trying to gather all the prisoners can see that one of them is moving over towards the mushroom not running walking closer to it blueberry xander zephyr are you doing anything we meander towards the mushroom for sure at least get within mushroom range and then i think i'm gonna have everybody roll initiative oh god okay 10 12 16 Seven. So, Sebastian, what you're seeing right now is you're going first. 
The four guards off to the left, off to the west. One of them is heading towards the mushroom. The other three are gathering up the prisoners that are swimming, trying to get them out of the water and get them moving off to the east. Your friends are all gathered around this stalagmite that is right there, just to the east of the edge of this lake. Jet has just gotten down on the ground. You know, he's relatively hidden underneath a giant sun. And from where you are, you can see that the guards to the north of him as well are moving around the rock to try to get up onto it to see what the hell happened. There again is the mushroom all the way to the west and the mushroom all the way to the east. I want to prepare an action to aim a ballista bolt at the guy if he goes to reach for the mushroom glass. The one on the west? Yes. That is your prepared action. Blueberry. What are the prisoners doing? There are a couple that are getting their towels and kind of cleaning themselves off. There's one little halfling man. What the hell is going on here? I can't hear anything over by this here uh, pokey thing. And he like keeps moving back in and out of the range of the silence. Hmm, <laughs> <laughs> boy. As a reminder, you do have a rock. I don't know what this rock does. It's a great non-lethal tool. A rock. I... Oh, boy. Ay, 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 ay. I'll throw the rock. You roll an attack roll, and you get plus six. You have advantage, you're hidden. 18. Definitely hits. And then roll a d6, add four to it. Six. That's six bludgeoning damage. That guy's down. He's down? Yeah. Oh! <laughs> Get rocked. <laughs> Just got hit in the head with a tiny little pebble. <laughs> so what all is in the range of the silence right now? The halfling happened to just jump back in, so he's in it, along with you, Xander, and Zephyr. This guy you just hit was outside the silence. But the mushroom is in? No. No? But you would have to move a good 10 feet closer. The guy going towards the mushroom is in between you and the mushroom still. Then I'll take the box from Xander and walk 10 feet to the mushroom. Xander, you're up. I will also throw the rock, one of the rocks. Is there another guard that's like heading towards or the, near the mushroom or anything? There's only the one guard. Basically, he hasn't had his turn yet, so he has not done anything. And the other two are still by the other prisoners. Then I will throw the rock at the nearest guard. That's an 18. That hits. Nine. He's still standing. <gasps> okay. That's my turn. I guess I'll I'll move nowhere. I'll stay where I am. <laughs> that is the guard's turn. I start on the western side. Oh no. This one guard hears his friend drop and he starts running towards the mushroom. Sebastian, give me your held action. Inspiration. <laughs> there we go. 22. That hits. Roll me 3d10 plus dex. Bruh. Oh, boy. Whoa. 23. 
obliterates this man. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> I know we were trying to do non-lethal, but like... Yeah, I'm not going to let you do non-lethal with oh, that. Yeah, I don't think a ballista could be non-lethal. <laughs> oh... Would you would you allow me to hit his leg and just pin him to the ground? <laughs> no. This man is dead. The ballista it will take a full action to load. Whew. We'll see if we get there. You took care of him. There are two more guards. One that just got domed by a uh, a little rock. This guy's gonna go after you, Xander. Just got a little short sword on him. That's a 15 to hit. Uh, Yeah, I got a 14 AC. That is five damage. Might as well just throw out a quick little hellish rebuke. <laughs> Xander can't control that one yet. <laughs> <laughs> they did pass. Six plus six, 12 damage. Blueberry has frozen and is just wide-eyed staring at the people in front of her. The last dude is going to run towards the mushroom. Blueberry, you can do an attack of opportunity because you are right next to him. Yeah, yeah, swing in this corner staff. Oh, yeah. Dirty 20. Yeah, that hits. Go for the knees. Three bludgeoning. He is still running. He's able to make it all the way over to the mushroom. He pulls the glass. And you can see this puff of purple smoke. He ends up falling asleep to it with the glass in his hand. This mushroom inside still puffing a little bit of purple smoke but as the rest of the smoke clears this other brown gross green mushroom that has a mouth with teeth opens and it is silent the guards over by jet come over to him now investigating this son, they see you. They're going to come up and they're both going to attack you while you're on the ground. You did kind of put yourself in a prone position, so I'm going to give them advantage. Uh, okay. That's definitely going to hit. That's a 23. That is two damage. The other one, that's an 18 to hit? That does now hit, actually, yes. That is five damage. That is Zephyr's turn. You see he holds his breath and he runs over to the mushroom, grabs the glass and puts it back over top of the mushroom. And you can see it's slowly starting to fill again with these purple spores. Okay. Um, so I, am I standing back up or do I have to take a turn getting up? You can use half your movement to stand up. Okay, alright, yeah, we're gonna stand up. Your hands are currently full with a sun. Uh-oh. <laughs> I have to put the sun down, don't I? That's a free action, just like, drop it. We're just gonna put the sun down somewhere where it's not gonna, like, roll away from me, and then I'm going to attack the closest guard to me. There is a second mushroom. 
Don't forget about that one. Yeah, there's a second mushroom off to the east. You're on the rock still. So there is no place for you to put the sun down where it won't start rolling. The sun starts rolling down westward down this little ramp, basically, is how this rock is set up. But yeah, go ahead. Okay. I just rolled the 18, so I'm guessing that'll hit. Yeah, well. That'll be nine. And I would like to do Divine Smite. You don't have to roll damage if you don't want to. He has one HP left. Okay, yeah. You're able to smite this dude into the ground, and he starts rolling down. After your turn, Jet, you see the building to the north. Two more guards pop out, and they clock you. Sebastian, you're up. You also see these two guards come out of the building. So there's one on the rock, two up there, and there are no more on the western side. We're going to look at the last magistrate guy next to Jet, and I'm going to cast Dissonant Whispers at second level. And that is a wisdom save of 14. That is a 19. Dang it. 11? He's taking five. The sun just rolled by him. You're getting into his head. And he is very confused. Blueberry. Zephyr just put this box back on. Don't have to worry about the shrieking mushroom, though it is still shrieking. Ah. You can see it's going to take a moment for the spores to put it back to sleep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. But you can also see that two more of these guards just came out of that building to the north. And are there any left on this side? There's nothing left on the west. I'm going to step out of the um, the silence in the direction of them. I will drop the box at Xander's feet. I will go my movement 35 feet towards those guys, but not right up to them if that is... <laughs> no, 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 no. They're about 50 or 60 feet away. Okay, yeah, I'll go 35 feet towards them. I'm outside of the box, right? Yes. And I'm going to cast Entangle centered on them. They both just came out. They're basically standing five feet from each other. So you can put them right in the center of that 20-foot square if you want. Yeah. Was that deck saves from them? Strength save. Strength saves. All right. I rolled a natural three and a natural five, so they both failed. All right. They're restrained. And the 20-foot square is... Difficult terrain. Xander. I'm going to throw my last magic stone at one of the guards that's currently entangled. Wait, does Jet still have a guard on him? Yes. He's been hit once. All right. I'll aim at him instead. Okay. 24. And for my bonus action, or was it bonus action to drop the thing? Uh, You still have a bonus action. And for my bonus action, I'll turn into a white dire wolf. So, yeah, you definitely hit Xander. Tight. Mm, five. He had five HP left. Oh, Hell yeah. Ooh. Let's go. It was calculated. Bop him right on the head. He falls, starts sliding down as well. So, Jet, you are now free from people around you. There's only the two dudes to your north who are entangled in those roots. As my bonus action, I'd like to cast Magic Stone on three more rocks that are (laughs) at my feet. Haven't you already used two spells? That's a cantrip. Oh, Magic Stone's a cantrip? That's dope. Nice. Hell yeah. And it's a bonus action? Yeah. 
Yeah, if you want to move, just move out of the silence range. Yeah, I'll move like towards the other two guards. Fondle the rock to go, this is cool. And then <laughs> I got them. Now it's the guards' turn. They're both going to try to make strength checks to get out of the restraint. One got a 12. The other one got a dirty 20. Just the one. That guy's going to start running through difficult terrain. 20 foot square. He's able to get just five feet outside of this entangle, and he's running east towards the mushroom. Right. That's why I tried to slow you down, motherfucker. Nice job. You did a good job for one of them. Hell yeah. That was his action and everything. Jet, you're up. You see this guy just off the northern edge of this rock you're on. He is running off to the east to get to that mushroom. He's about 20 feet from you. The problem is you would have to jump down 10 feet from this rock to get to him. And you'd be in difficult terrain. And the sun is rolling. (laughs) I would like to throw my hand axe at him. 17 plus 5. That definitely hits. 8 damage. He is still standing. With my movement, can I start running towards the sun? You're able to get down there. It does bounce off the stalagmite at the bottom, but this wire cage seems to be protecting the battery pretty well. All right, good. That is Zephyr's turn. Zephyr's super far away. He is taking the dash action as a bonus action and an action. He's able to get into the difficult terrain and get right next to this dude in the vines. He's got a dagger out. Sebastian, your turn. There's a guy in the vines next to Zephyr, as well as one that is running toward the mushroom. Okay. Forget the big bolt. I go to pick up another ballista bolt, and I'm like, that's too heavy. And I just pull out my normal little light crossbow, and I'm lining up a shot at the guy running for the mushroom. Oh, 19. 19 hits. Yes. You got him. He's got two HP. Oh, heck yeah. Oh, my God. I line up my crossbow and shoot my shot and, like, just hit him in the back of the calf, and he just falls. I don't want to kill him. There's just the one in the vines, blueberry. Your turn, and you're a wolf. Oh, my gosh. I'm going to try to bite his leg. Cool. I forget if we decided (laughs) if restrain restrain doesn't give advantage, right? Um, Restrain does. Grapple does not. All right, cool. Yeah, go ahead, Blueberry. You do get advantage. I'm going to use my inspiration. That's 16. 16 hits. (gasps) Okay. Okay. Ah, I rolled a six and a one. So 10 piercing. You're able to just chomp him right through. His body goes limp in these vines. We're out of initiative. Wait, we're out of initiative? Everybody's gone. Oh! Oh my gosh. Jesus uh, Christ. <gasps> I'm gonna drop concentration on those vines, and I'm gonna grab this guy by his pant leg and drag him towards some bushes. <laughs> what are the prisoners doing? The halfling is jumping in and out of the silence, and then he goes, wait, it stopped. <laughs> and the older man comes over and looks at... Well, I guess he's not talking to Blueberry, and everyone else is far away. I guess Xander's closest. Is Xander still in silence or no? No, because the silence just faded. Oh, gotcha. But the mushroom's not screaming audibly? No. Nice. Oh, thank God. 
So, you know we can't let this go, right? Oh, oh, don't even worry about a thing, bro. This is actually just like, it's like a routine like test for the guards just to see if they're able to like stand up to things. Like, it's this is all planned. They're all fine. That guy might be looking a little crispy, but I promise he's all right. Just don't look at him too close. Uh, it's, he's dead. That's it's all. It's an illusion. You see that sun? That's an illusion. It's just it's all illusions. Optical. It's crazy, dude. Why I, did you ruin our yard? You know what, bro? I told you it's all routine. Like you, you guys are a part of a mandatory test that's put on the magistrate guards. You, you know, I can bring it up with the magistrate. Uh, let me get your name, your number. I'll I'll send it along the information that you're unhappy with how we operate. Honestly, I don't think that they'll go over terribly well. They don't really like uh, insubordination, but like, <laughs> I'm not nervous. They're going to think this was us. They're going to think we did this. No, no. See, all right. Listen here, fam. Y'all were supposed to go back to your cells. So frankly, it kind of is your fault if you don't get out of here right now. So we should just go back to ourselves without an escort. Yeah, uh, see, uh, Jimmy, he'll be down in just a second. He'll he'll be there to make sure that you guys get in there safe and sound. And uh, but like, yeah, you know what? You've you've earned your you've earned your trust. You had your yard time, getting buff, getting swole. You know, um, so just like, we trust you. Don't worry, Jimmy will be through. They are a little bit flabbergasted, but the little guy who comes over, the little halfling, says, "Um, okay, I guess we'll just go to the library." Honestly. That's perfect. After after a good workout, you know, you build the muscles, then you build the brain. Good thinking, bro. Okay. Um, starts walking away and bringing the other prisoners with him. Yeah, guys, let's go. This should be fine, right? Yes, everything will be fine, bro. Just uh, everybody follow Bilbo, and we we be good to go. Uh, it's Balbo. Uh, actually. <laughs> My bad, bro. Uh, it's just you know, vowels are weird. I got dyslexia. It's fine. Okay. <laughs> Balbo takes the other prisoners off to the east. You can see they start coming out of the yard area, going upward, and you can no longer see them. Is 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 that the battery? I'm gonna like sniff at the sun. <laughs> can I reach in and grab the battery? Give me an Arcana check as you are going to grab the battery out. I'm sliding down the cliff and coming to rejoin everybody i'm picking up the box also don't want to leave that 13 it takes you quite a long time to figure out exactly how this is input it isn't like wires it isn't like a battery from our thing it is connected with runes but you slowly figure out how you can pry it out and this thing's pretty big it's circular in nature it's like a big cylinder but you're able to pop it out it is like a small trash can you'd have in a bathroom. Uh, heavy or not very heavy? It's relatively heavy. You're going to need two hands to hold it comfortably. I just I, I just want to hold it out and, and show it to him and ask him, is, is this it? That should work. Are we ready to go? You guys got anything else you want to do here? We should probably get out of here before those prisoners think they got to come back or something. Yeah, they might... Uh, tell the guards. I don't know why you just let them go. <laughs> it's union policy. <laughs> Are all the bodies hidden? Blueberry, you were, you were grabbing them as a wolf. Yeah. We'll just say you hit all of them. Okay, good. I buried the bones. No. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> the bones. 
We we should go get Kingsley now. How do we overload this thing? Do we do it now or do we wait no, till no, the wall? We, we need to overload whatever's causing the magic. And he points to the sun. So think if we put a bigger battery in that. Oh. I'm gesturing up to the northwest corner and tilting my head like a cute little doge. Uh, Zephyr, what's up that way? Oh, there's just a couple little tunnels. People play games and stuff up there to get away from the guards. Sometimes there's some gambling going on. Oh, word. All right. Is it worth it to check out or, or do we just leave it? I mean, we don't have much time, do we? I'm heading east now. Wait, first, right before I head east, I jump into the pond and I, st- I want to look behind the waterfall. There's nothing exciting. It's rocks. But you're a nice, clean, fluffy puppy now. Yeah, and Frederick too. I come back as a sad doge. Smelling like wet dog. <laughs> Yo, and ferret. What does wet ferret smell like? I, I was just thinking, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's like wet dog, but like more sawdusty. Sawdust. <laughs> <laughs> you head back towards the tunnels. I'm going to need new stealth checks from everybody. You all would be able to tell that Pass Without a Trace is no longer going. And I think you could guess that that's because I cast Entangle. I don't know how to talk to you as a dog about that, but I like look like a sheepish little dog. Like I don't want to change. <laughs> Your boy got a nat one. You do have inspiration. I'll remind you. I got a nat 20. All right. I'm going to use inspiration so I don't <laughs> ruin his nat 20. Thank you. <laughs> I got 21. Nine. Zephyr got a 22. Seven. It's better than a one, but... True. As you guys start walking over there, you'd be like, wow, the smell from the wet dog is a little bit... Like, it's it's pretty smelly. <laughs> and, uh, Xander, those rocks are just clinking around in your pocket every once in a while. Sounds like I'm trotting. Like, yeah. <laughs> I'm just getting airtime. <laughs> <laughs> you guys start heading back up. The area between the third and second floor is pretty much empty. And you come back up to this metal door with a mushroom on the outside. You can hear people talking on the inside. It sounds like the prisoners are speaking with some guards. They just got back into their living area. Blueberry was the only other one with a guard outfit and she's a wolf. We could just like hide. But we have to go in there. Yeah, we'll draw them out. I'll, I'll throw my dagger, and then we slip in when they come out to investigate. They're going to have to get back in, though. No, we'll lock it. But we still have to leave. <laughs> we'll unlock it. <laughs> but then there will be guards outside. <laughs> There's also a mushroom in the <laughs> tunnels. Can we take the mushroom? Or is it too big? The mushroom itself is large for a mushroom, but it's not like human sized. Maybe a foot tall. Isn't it attached to the ground? It is in a, it's almost like a flower pot that is built into a stand. Oh. And then there's the glass on top of it. So it can be moved. If you're really strong, yeah. Why do we need to move it? Where are we going to take it? 
So if we had an instance where, say, these guys saw us and we had to fight again by chance, and they were like, oh, Mushroom, wait, where'd it go? I should say, with your sneakiness earlier on the way down, there is a Mushroom in the room. Fuck. Because I was going to say we could sneak in. Like, we could just rush in and then close the door behind us and make sure... No one gets outside to the mushroom and then take the guards out in here. But if there's a mushroom inside, like I noticed earlier, it's going to be kind of hard. Because either way, they're going to have access to the jars. How far apart are the mushrooms? Sebastian would estimate the mushroom inside is about 50 feet into this place. And the mushroom is about 10 feet outside of the door. Can I peek through the little bars again and see how many guards are in there? There is one standing right next to the mushroom, and there are three inside speaking with the prisoners. But you also know that there are these other, like, rooms built in here. There might be some guards in there as well. What if we activated the the box and threw it in the room as close to the uh, the mushroom as possible? We could do that. And then we rush in. But then the other mushroom... I think that I should pick that up and hide it somewhere. I mean, it's outside the door as long as we can get everyone inside. Well, if somebody tries to sneak out the door, it's just another backup plan. I could just stand in front of the closed door. Yeah, we could just have guards on the door. Okay. Because then no one would really get by, at least you. I mean, all it takes is me literally picking the thing up and moving it. And then we don't have to worry about the door. If you want to try. What if the glass slips? True. Okay. It's just, just an idea. Wait. Can't, can't Blueberry put everybody to sleep in that room? <laughs> Blueberry is a wolf right now. Okay. I could go try something. I, I don't know if I can get them to rush down to the yard and see what's happening. That would get them out of there and then if you guys hide and then once they're gone you can sneak in and we can get Kingsley and then run up because we have to go up not down so if I send them down and we go up we could be good okay I'm in a guard uniform and I, I, I'll i make it even more fancy and it's the full plate I saw the elven guy wearing on the boat the elven guy wearing on the boat or the elven man you saw earlier today that one sorry so yeah the dark chain mail that's an option uh, just to avoid any more fighting but what if that doesn't work do we go with the original plan of throwing the box in there and just going crazy I'm gonna nuzzle the box with my nose and try to like put it on top of my head okay and then I'm gonna nuzzle someone's rope rope and the box tie it to her head tie it to your head I'll wiggle my shoulder blades to like... Or just tie the box. Tie it to your... You want us to tie it to your back? Nod, nod, nod. Uh, I'm gonna... I'm gonna take enough rope to tie it to her back. Just takes a moment. You can hear from the inside. Okay, yeah, we might want to go check that out. I think that's a good idea. You said there were other people? And uh, you can hear the little halfling dude. Yeah, yeah, never seen him before. Okay, he, he hasn't seen me. If you guys go up a little bit behind the bend, just so you're out of sight, if I can get him to go down, we're fine. If shit goes wrong, I'll just scream peanuts. 
All right, we got that sassafras ready for you, bro. Okay. And Blueberry, get ready to be a dog. I'll be prepared to activate the box on her back. So you guys are moving up towards the bend upward a little bit? Mm. Yes. So out of eyesight and in case they go downward. Exactly. There doesn't seem to be anyone over here. All right, Sebastian, what are you doing? I am barging through the door, kicking it in. Let me give you a lay of the land. Entering this area is very different from the yard. It's built up. Yes, it's in a cave, but there are walls and a roof and a flat floor. It is a large rectangular area divided into small rooms and areas by walls. You're again entering from the east, and there's a set of stairs all the way on the west that you saw earlier. The northern wall has a lot of doors spanning almost the entirety of the wall other than the corners. From Zephyr's picture, you know these to be the rehab rooms. The northeast corner is a library with a large opening in it. You can see a few of the prisoners from earlier are in here reading while the little halfling dude is still speaking with the guards right in front of you. The southeast corner is a meditation room. The door is currently closed. And the southern wall has two large double doors that lead to a mess hall. And then the shower and the restrooms are in the northwest and southwest corners, respectively. And then again, the middle of this room has another one of these mushrooms, and there is the one guard around it. And there are the three guards right in front of you as you bust in this door. Ah! All right, everybody. I need everybody downstairs. There's been a break-in. <laughs> There's been a break-in. We should, we should sound the alarm. The, the alarm has been sounded. It's not currently working. At least the one outside. The ones down in the yard are. I need you all down there immediately. No, we'd hear them. We'd hear them if they were working. The offenders are in the yard. They probably covered it up. <laughs> Who are you? The uh, new chief <laughs> officer, Stealthwing. <laughs> stealth Bomber. Stealthwing Stealth Bomber. <laughs> Stealthwing Bomber. Okay. Give me deception. 21. Five insight checks. And with a plus one. The only way they could do it is they rolled a nat 20. I rolled a dirty 20 on two of them. Ho ho! Jesus! (laughs) All right. Yeah, let's let's go. You all need to be armed. The the offenders are in the yard. They already have their shields coming out and their <laughs> short swords out. I will ensure the prisoners stay here. <laughs> you see the three in front of the door head outward, and the rest of you can see that they head down towards the yard. The one by the mushroom in the middle of this room does not move. Why aren't you moving? <laughs> There's always got to be one person by the mushroom, sir. That's what I'm doing. Uh, uh, you're not by the mushroom yet, sir. I'll walk over. <laughs> and he, he runs off as well. You can see this one dude comes out of the library like, hey, uh, yeah, yeah, uh, I'll watch these prisoners in here. <laughs> <laughs> no, you go too. You can carry all these prisoners. You can do all everything. This is all you. Do you see who I am? <laughs> uh, stealth wing bomber. Thank you. <laughs> This guy also yeets out. Doesn't look like there's any more guards in here. Perfect! (laughs) And the rest of you guys see that they head downward. After the last guy walks out, 
I'll peek my head out and be like, it's all good, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Doggo follows. You guys head over. Uh, you guys are just going straight to the cell block, I'm assuming. Mm, yeah. yeah. Yes. You can see some of the prisoners are very confused and you head down these stairs. The cell block is a straight shot. The cells on both the north and south sides as you walk to the west. They are decently sized and hold two people each, though some of them are currently unoccupied or only have one person in them. Zephyr stops a moment to admire an empty cell and begins tapping the bars counting quietly to himself. Further down this row of cells, on your left, you see a familiar face. Kingsley's iconic graying blonde hair that's parted down the center. He makes eye contact with you all with an air of confusion. Looking one, two, Three, four. Jet. And for today, that's a wrap. Uh, ah! Nice. The boy. We made it. Oh, God. We did it. We did it. Thank you all so much for listening. Next week, you can join us. If you join us on Patreon, you can get some extra bonus content. You can hear us talk about the show and all the craziness and how they did weird things that I wasn't expecting them to do, which was like most of this. And then they didn't go in the building. I spent hours making. It's, it's just great. There's... <laughs> <laughs> Tell me it not was the shack. <laughs> not bitter at all. Tell me uh, it was the shack in the yard. Yeah, yeah. I knew it. <laughs> Bye, everybody. Bye. 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 Thank you all so, so much for listening. Don't forget to put in your five-star reviews over on Apple Podcasts so we can add your custom shout-out to the end of our climactic prison break in our next episode. Want to hear all about the chaos that has ensued so far and learn more about how the prison was set up and behind-the-scenes info you won't get anywhere else? Head on over to patreon.com slash castparty to become an official part of our cast and crew. You'll receive access to our community Discord where we host live listening parties with all of us on the release night of every cast party episode. Blueberry couldn't make it this time. Would you mind holding Frederick? Access to all sorts of crazy and engaging bonus content, discounts, and entry into our merch giveaway that we do at the end of every Cast Party episode. Speaking of, this episode's merch giveaway winner is... T-Goria. Better see you wearing that Cast Party security shirt over on your Twitch streams, T-Goria, because it's on its way. All that and so much more can be found at patreon.com slash castparty. Thank you all again for listening, and we'll see you in two weeks to see if we can make it out of this prison alive. See ya! I'm nudging everybody. I'm gonna point... I might have a bloody nose here. Yep, bye! (laughs) What? That's definitely an, the most interesting pause we've ever had. Yeah. <laughs> I'm only slightly bleeding. Don't worry, guys.
We should steal their swords and stab them so that... Okay, sorry, that's not... Blueberry wouldn't say that. <laughs> <laughs> Z, is that you? You're back! Oh, what's up, guys? How y'all doing? I'm surprised y'all are still here. Oh, man, Jesky Fire, how's the rehabilitation going? Still fighting every step of the way? <laughs> good, good. Oh, look at Mr. Famous Chicken Sandwich himself, Rosendo! What's poppin', man? Oh, man, Ebab Flow is gone? Oh, oh, you just got your cell moved. Into a scenic one at that. Sean de Jesus, how we doing? Oh, man, I am so sorry. You're next to Saint E. Love now? Better plug those nostrils. He can get pretty rank. <laughs> Eric Five, you're still here? Thought you'd have the breakout of the century executed by now. Oop, sorry, y'all. Would love to help, but got some other business to attend to. Have fun!